0: Hello and welcome to your favorite be me. I'm here to talk about my opinions on all things triggering and I ask you, the listener, to ask yourself the questions necessary to come to your own conclusions by reflecting on these triggers, your emotions, your experiences, and how you are accountable for validating your own dang feelings. Hello beautiful people. Um, today is Juneteenth, the day that a few slaves in Galveston, Texas were finally told they were free, though they had been free for a few years already. God bless America. I find that making this a holiday is important, like how the Jews want to remember that the Holocaust existed. I don't see this as a celebration day, but a day to remember that America is full of crap and the blind lead the blind. Racism is not going to go away. So we like dividing ourselves up by differences. For some reason it's what our brains like to do and perhaps it was once a way to let us know we were safer in danger, even though, I mean, most of the time we aren't in danger anymore. It's why we have to rewire our brains once we have experienced trauma because our brains are really stupid and can't fix themselves without a lot of hard work and self-reflection. It's a lot easier to be a victim than to do the work necessary to find purpose, set goals and work with others to solve problems. Something that many young folks are doing a lot of, trying to force us into this sort of communism where we rely on the government to fix us rather than being independent, responsible and working hard to forge your own path to success. I have worked in black communities in Houston and Chicago, and I find there's so much diversity amongst this race that we can't lump stereotypes and generalities based on your skin color. I mean, there's some things I could say that seems to be a part of the general culture, but since I'm not a part of the culture, I don't feel I have a um, reason to really make that opinion known or make those opinions known or to comment on them I guess is what I'm saying because black people are not a monolith. They have diverse beliefs, points of views, skin tones and also have to forge their own path while having the rest of the nation place them into a box which is not usually forthcoming. I can comment on how I feel the white culture in America seems to use Black Lives Matter support as a trope to feel superior, all the while not really doing anything to prove their support. Uh, Working in the South Side of Chicago, I've experienced a lot of, I guess, interesting situations, and it's been a very stressful and, uh, it's been a very stressful and triggering year. Not only because of COVID and because I'm white and I'm trash and privileged, but because I look into these young people's eyes and I find something we have in common, which is the fear of the unknown, either an unstable upbringing or the unstable environment, um, and a lot of emotions that need to be expressed and where there's not a lot of outlets to have them. And it makes me sad because I spend most of my day mediating arguments and fights uh, because someone is mad someone bumped into them or called them a name or I feel I've been disrespected and need to understand where they're coming from, because in a lot of cases they feel they've been um, disrespected. And so just trying to find the where the miscommunication lies. because I grew up in a household where my voice wasn't important. The only way for me to be heard was to yell and scream and fight. You know, the whole, you know, I'm the adult, you know, must respect me, or I'm the adult, I'm the parent, you can't argue with me type of thing. Um, and so I I don't know, though, though I, I don't have to worry about being harassed by police or retail workers for simply existing. I do have to realize that this is their world and I'm not going to fully understand it, but what I can do is just be myself, be real and respectful period there. I don't need to be fake. I don't need to act like what was me because you know, whatever. Uh, My, I mean, I don't know if my family had any slaves in the past. I know that they, a lot of the family came from Tennessee and they were poor. So who knows? They came, I think, after slavery had already ended. So at least on one side of the family, I think the other side, I don't know. Uh, They came, I guess, to Virginia area. So quite possibly could have had some slaves on that side, I'm not sure. But either way, um, I do know that I do know that the best way, of course, to solve any kind of problems is to talk and to relate to each other. Again, finding that common ground, finding things that and, and, and listening to people's concerns as well. You don't have to understand everyone's concerns, but you do need to at least listen and 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 try. So, this is going to be a really short episode because I again I don't feel I have the right to really comment on too much. Um, I just feel that it was important for me to acknowledge that today exists or that it had happened and that even though there's technically no slavery there has been generations after generations of other types of or forms of slavery and segregation and oppression. and the best way to not repeat history is to know your history so Uh, Grab a book and get to learning. Or better yet, go and talk to some people. Real life black people, go talk to them. Go make some friends. That's probably the best way to um, stop oppression, right? Is to humanize people. Instead of them being something that's outside of yourself or outside of your group, you actually are inclusive and you make yourself approachable and open yourself up. And I mean, that's been the best experience for me, honestly, is doing just that.